This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to Carnegie Museum of Art. are listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast. I'm Emily Bruner, and today we have the executive director of the Kelly Strayhorn Theater, Joseph Hall, in today. Hi, Joseph. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. So there's been big momentum uh, for the Kelly Strayhorn Theater as you have launched a new strategic vision called Owning Our Future, Thriving Where We Live, um, just this past, I think, November. Um, And it's basically... Well, you got to talk about it because I don't know what it is. So why don't you talk about it? Talk about this plan and the pillars. Yeah, well, thank you. This plan excites me so much. You know, we went around uh, a year planning this mm. uh, with an amazing national strategic um, facilitator in the arts who works with both foundations and organizations, uh, Lisa Yancey. And she worked with our whole staff and board and stakeholders. Um, and really, we clarified our vision and mission specifically and then laid out really four priority areas. So our vision, which I'm so excited about, is owning our future, thriving where we live. So when I say that, um, I mean a multitude of things. Mm -hmm. I mean owning our bodies and making decisions around our bodies Mm -hmm. as queer people, as black people, as women, as birthing people. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. mean owning our intellect and our ideas um, and the ideas that we're putting out in this world and getting credit for those. Um, and I also mean owning our spaces, the community spaces that we build together and nurture and cultivate for years on end. Mm-hmm. So owning our future, owning those ideas, owning our body, our space, and being able to thrive in all of that. Mm-hmm. And then our mission, we really clarified to, uh, to be a home for creative experimentation, community dialogue, and collective action rooted in the liberation of black and queer people. Mm-hmm. Something that I think Kelly Strayhorn the has been doing mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, and this added uh, more clarity uh, around that work, especially in tandem with the vision. So we have four priority areas um, to really get to that vision, and it's our story, telling more people more about Kelly Strayhorn and the phenomenal work that we've done specifically to help cultivate emerging performing artists in here in Pittsburgh, but also nationally and locally, mm-hmm. and then talking about our capacity Everyone knows now we must pay attention to our staff and the needs of our workforce and the Mm -hmm. culture that we're building. And then our space. Many folks know that uh, Kelly Strayhorn Theater is in a historic building that's been there since 1914, an old movie theater, (laughs) the Regent Theater. (laughs) By the way, Pittsburgh brought the world's first movie theater, the Nickelodeon, downtown in 1905. And we are the oldest remaining uh, Nickelodeon theater. So we're talking about our space and how do we preserve that space um, and really have a space that accommodates how artists and how audiences want to experience the arts in the 21st century. Mm. So we're planning uh, that. And then our money. You know, as nonprofits, we always have to consider how are we um, raising the necessary resources to provide these programs for the artists we serve, for the community we serve, for the staff and all the stakeholders that we serve. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, those are some great pillars. And speaking about money, um, yes. you've had like a huge increase of donors recently. Uh, the Doris Duke Foundation, the Heinz Endowment, and then a large anonymous contribution, I think $100,000, which is amazing for a theater. Um, so what is this funding going to provide for the theater? Yeah, um, again, a very exciting uh, moment and something that we have been really building to. So just to go back to the Doris Duke um, Foundation, which of course is a national foundation based in New York. They were so generous uh, to provide 250,000 general operating funds um, during really the height of pandemic closures, which helped us get through that challenging time. And then the Heinz Endowments partnered with Ford Foundation, of course a global foundation based in New York, on the Pittsburgh Cultural Treasures. So that initiative started as America's Cultural Treasures um, by the Ford Foundation, and then they have partnered with regional foundations around the country, and Heinz Endowment signed up to be one of them. Thank you, Heinz Endowment. Uh, and they named Kelly Strayhorn Theater as a Pittsburgh Cultural Treasure. So they have provided 750000 general operating um, dollars. And then this anonymous donor who really has said, you know, I believe in your new vision. I believe in your plan. I believe in the mission, and I see the work that you're doing, how it's impacting Pittsburgh, the region, and how it is telling the story of 21st century Pittsburgh mm -hmm. to the country. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the work that we do is working with artists to get their performances outside of Pittsburgh. Of course, here, we want to support art making here, but I really believe in creating pathways for artists to work in various cities. And when they do that, they're helping to tell a new story about Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So this anonymous donation is really a kind of vote of confidence. And we'll use that to focus on our priority of our capacity, to really focus on a retirement plan for our staff oh, and yeah. professional development. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Everybody must be thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Of oh, God, <laughs> benefits. Um, and circling back to, yeah. you were talking about how you wanted to have some of the programming that you have in here in Pittsburgh um, branch out. Uh, I know recently you did Amagon, right? Yeah. 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 So Amagon um, is was directed by Adil Mansour, um, who was actually a professor of mine oh, at great. CMU during the pandemic two years ago. <laughs> and this is how I know about this. Yeah. Um, and so now he's traveling, right? He started here. Right. He did it at the Kelly Strayhorn, and now he's traveling. And I think he's going to go to the Woolly Mammoth in D.C. You got, you've done your research. Ah. You got this right. Yeah, Adil. Oh, my God. What an extraordinary artist oh, that we have. Amazing. here in Pittsburgh, um, like so many artists that are here. Um, and so, yes, he's created this, this um, kind of lecture solo performance experience called Amagon, which is really tracking his experience as a Pakistani American who grew up Muslim um, and is now navigating his relationship with his devout Muslim mother. Mm -hmm. And he is a queer person who is not out to his mother. And he, you know, explains all of this in his kind of lecture uh, performance style. And the two of them are translating Antigone together mm. into Urdu. Um, and, you know, between this trans translation and really building their relationship, we see the dynamic between the two of them. We see the struggle. We see the deep love mm -hmm. that his mother has for him and that he has for his mother. Mm -hmm. And I will say his experience of Pittsburgh and his community here, his friends, his loved ones, they are so embedded mm -hmm. in that performance. And so when we presented it in New York during the largest uh, global arts presenters conference, um, 
he told the story of Pittsburgh. He oh. told his story and his story as a Pittsburgh-based resident, as a Pittsburgh-based artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, because we presented that in New York, there, that presented the opportunity for other theaters around the country to see it. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. The Woolly Mammoth in D.C. Mm-hmm. will produce and present his performance. It'll go to Theater Moo uh, in the Midwest. And we're working on a national tour and possibly international. Woolly Mammoth really wants to bring it to Greece oh, uh, because wow. of the Antigone connection. <laughs> oh my God. So that's what I'm talking about when I say creating these pathways. Yes, we want to support it, support artists making work here and showing work here. But it's so important for those artists to have opportunities to expand their careers, to mm-hmm. expand the opportunities and show it elsewhere. And again, tell the story of 21st century Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. We know Steel and Steelers, and that's fantastic. (laughs) But what is happening right now Mm -hmm. uh, for so many residents? And how are we thinking about the current sociopolitical moment? We need to be telling that story. Yeah, especially now, yeah. out of all the times. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Sorry, I wanted to segue to that because I was like, <laughs> I know him! Um, and it sounds such like a wonderful thing. Um, and I knew about the Woolly Mammoth because a couple of my friends are actually helping him with it. Um, so it's really, oh, really exciting. Um, and that's cool that they might go to Greece. Oh. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's, it's being talked about. Uh, folks are being contacted. Uh, you know, no promises, but we're working on it. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Um, And speaking of programming, you have a lot coming up this month and next in the summer. So what are some of the highlights? You know, it's funny because summer is um, a little bit of our rest and planning period Mm -hmm. uh, for our fall and spring season. Uh, Typically, our season goes to September to May. Uh, However, you're right. We have (laughs) still many events happening in the summer um, and really great, robust partnerships. Uh, So we'll be participating in Carnegie Museum of Arts Inside Out series, Mm -hmm. which has been so great the way they use that garden area. Uh, So this is really in preparation for our annual fundraiser house party. So what we do at Carnegie Museum of Art is called Out of the House Party. Um, And it will feature phenomenal artists, Liz Scott, Super NXC, Erica Danae J, Live from the City, YS1, um, Childlike Empress, uh, really great primarily musicians, hip-hop artists, queer folks, uh, a great array of folks who are making art and music now in this current moment in Pittsburgh, young folks with lots of lots of energy. Oh, yeah. um, so this will be a kind of day party and a preparation uh, for, for house party at, um, at Kelly Strayhorn. And that will be on July 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, but backing up before that, we'll, we're participating in the Three Rivers Arts Festival, June 10th through yeah. 11th. So please visit our (laughs) booth. We'll be at the Trust Oasis at uh, 7th Street, and that will be a house party pop-up. So lots of activities to participate in. Uh, And then we have the Alloy School, which is our dance education program. Um, That was started by the incredible dance company, Dance Alloy. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a dance company that began in 1975 at the University of Pittsburgh. Um, And then we merged with them in 2012. Uh, They they did such phenomenal work. And actually, we just uh, partnered with one of the 
co-founders Elsa Limbach and the University of Pittsburgh Archive um, Program. Cool. So now the uh, University of Pittsburgh has their archives and they're working on a collection oh. for Dance Alloy. So that's really oh, exciting. Oh, it's really, really exciting. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's really exciting um, that we can preserve the history of dance in, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, really phenomenal. So yes, the Alloy School, that runs July 8th through August 12th, four-week session with a showcase at the end and a Let's Move family dance party, a dance party for the whole family, uh, right in uh, our studio at oh. KSD's Alloy Studios. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's, wow, chalk a block for the next two months, <laughs> especially since you're like, oh, we're done. You're not done. We're done, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds very exciting, um, especially with the Three Rivers Arts Festival. I know yeah. that's going to be a big thing this year, especially since it's like, um, like last year was like a little bit coming back. This year it's like totally back now. Yeah, and downtown, populating downtown, you know, mm-hmm. getting folks uh, down there. It's really cultural events that are uh, populating these areas and bringing so much life and activity. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love the summer. We yeah. love that. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> My favorite season. <laughs> Switching gears a little bit um, to you, because you joined the Kelly Strayhorn Theater in March of 2020, mm-hmm. which if anybody could have chosen a better time, <laughs> I think you should have. Um, <laughs> but that was such an interesting time. Can you talk a little bit about the challenges that you faced um, with the Kelly Strayhorn during that time? Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, you know. I always say peaks and valleys, Mm -hmm. um, and that we've all experienced those. We all have our own story of the pandemic, pandemic shutdowns, Mm -hmm. what we were doing just a week before, when we started hearing, you know, tricklings of it. Um, So I began March 2nd. Uh, of 2020, uh, of 2020, and if you recall, a lot of the shutdowns began about March 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in the office for that first week, but the second week I had a residency scheduled that had long been scheduled in Vermont, um, a dance residency. <laughs> so I was in that uh, second week of March in Vermont working with a choreographer at Middlebury College. Um, and if you remember, the university and colleges, those were kind of the first institutions mm-hmm. to call. Yeah. <laughs> and to send their students home. Uh, and so we were in rehearsal for about a day, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> when the university said, you are not performing. Yeah. <laughs> we are sending you home. Um, so I came back to Pittsburgh. I think I was there on a Monday and then came back on a Wednesday. And, and we were set to host our annual um, Sunstar Festival, Women in Music Festival. And you know, the staff was really excited about it, um, and it was going to be a, a great concert. Um, but unfortunately, after speaking with um, many advisors and uh, experts in this area, we knew that it was serious. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, not only did we have to cancel that, but we had to begin working with each other on Zoom, yeah. like so many of us. I know. And so... With a, with a newish team, a new leader, mm-hmm. the challenge is really getting to know each other mm-hmm. and sustaining and building that culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really hard for a lot of months, year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do think I'm glad that we have learned that we are capable of being flexible in our work, mm-hmm. just um, in, in general across industries, that there are many different ways 
ways of working and that we can still achieve really great quality work. Mm -hmm. But I do think there is something about um, our proximity to one another, yes. you know, sharing the conversation by the water cooler, overhearing <laughs> someone's conversation on the phone about a project that you're working on. You know, there's always this, I call it kind of this peripheral information, knowledge mm -hmm. that is happening around us that not only helps us just with our day-to-day -day work, but it helps us get to know each other. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm glad <laughs> to be back in the <laughs> office uh, while still having flexibility in the way that folks work. Um, the good thing I will say is that I took the job of executive director and began March 2nd, 2020. However, I was with Kelly Strayhorn Theater from 2009 to 2014. Right. Uh, so I had experience with um, the organization, with uh, our style of programming, our mission, our community. Um, so yeah. I definitely had an advantage there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike so many new uh, directors, artistic mm -hmm. directors who began in that period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely had a leg up because you kind of knew. All yeah. right, this is how we operate. Now, how do we operate this yeah. in a pandemic? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is unusual. I will yeah. admit. Yeah. Yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and before your time at, um, at Kelly Strayhorn as executive director, you were also um, at the Bronx Academy of Arts and dance. Um, and I was just wondering, you've been bouncing back and forth between Pittsburgh and New York and Pittsburgh and New York. <laughs> what keeps drawing you back here into the Kelly Strayhorn? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I say what brought me back to Pittsburgh was the Kelly Strayhorn Theater. Mm. Um, you know, I think to work in nonprofit, we fall in love, or I do, I should speak <laughs> in the I statement. I fall in love with the organizations that I work for. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot that we do as nonprofit um, administrators. Mm -hmm. And um, we do it because we love it, we see our impact, we are in community with uh, particular folks that we are committed to. Mm -hmm. And so I came back to Pittsburgh because I'm committed to this organization that I know and love because I am committed to the artists who have come through this organization and keep coming through this organization and advance their careers and go to the Biome or the Benedum <laughs> or you know whatever. Um, I love to see their kind of career trajectory. Mm -hmm. I came back to Pittsburgh for the Kelly Strayhorn, for the community that I see coming into the lobby and mixing and mingling and saying hi to their neighbor, um, seeing a show and then having questions about it and perhaps having an expanded perspective. I really came back for um, all of the partners, the stakeholders, the community, the artists um, that inhabit the Kelly Strayhorn Theater. That's what drew me back. I really believe in this organization and it is, it's visible and invisible impacts in this region. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if that's not an endorsement for the Kelly Strayhorn, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. And I'm so glad that yeah. you joined and that you're here um, and that we're able to, you know, do this and be able to continue the impact that Kelly Strayhorn has for the next yeah. year, years to come. And just to say, because you brought up BAD, and that is another organization <laughs> that I love. I know. Definitely want to shout them out because I did feel and um, so when I first moved to New York in 2014 I was in Brooklyn working for 651 Arts which is a great organization
organization um, right in downtown um, downtown Pittsburgh, downtown <laughs> Brooklyn, which is not Pittsburgh, uh, although some <laughs> folks may think it is. It's not, y'all. Um, I was there for about nine months with, with an organization and then um, eventually made my way to uh, BAD, the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. Um, and eventually uh, moved to the Bronx, which is my favorite borough. But Bad really reminded me of Kelly Strayhorn, uh, really mm-hmm. reminded me of the community of Kelly Strayhorn. Mm-hmm. And so it was uh, such a great home. Um, I was there for five years and had just a fantastic um, experience. And the co founders there, Arthur Aviles, Charles Reyes Gonzalez, um, have done such a phenomenal job of keeping true to their mission, keeping true to presenting all types of performance mm-hmm. that speak to the mission and enrich um, their their communities. So happy to be there and happy to be um, here at Kelly Strayhorn. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just wonderful. Yeah. Well, Joseph Hall, thank you so much for coming in and talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. (laughs) This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to Carnegie Museum of Art.